then I know Tumadri. I know Tumadri mean your mama, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Talk about her again. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, what are we talking about again? White, white people be white people in. White people be white people in. You funny. <laughs> no, but I don't know. It's just, just, it's fucked up, man. I love the history here. Like, you know, fuck you too, huh? Speaking of Black History, uh, Johnson and Johnson. Has been, uh, I guess, in the news for you. The news for me hasn't been really that uh, hitting like that. Like I said, this whole week has been pretty mid. Yeah. So the the two things I wanted to speak about was uh, corporation disrespect to black people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned two things over the past weeks. These are things that happened um, in the past, but they are very important for black people to know. Um, Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson owns Johnson and Johnson. They also own shit, everything. Um Avino, you use Avino lotion? I think I have before, but not regularly. Let's let's see. I gotta use like, I got a skin allergy, so I gotta use I gotta be careful with the lotions I use. I'm typing in brands owned by Johnson and Johnson. And it's the reason why I'm saying I wanna do all of this. Cause I use this stuff. Neutrogena Avino mm-hmm. Band Aid. Tanol, Benadryl, Listerine, Nicorette, <laughs> Rogaine, Cleaning Clear, golly, Cleaning Clear. Johnson's Baby, Lubiderm. So that's damn near all the lotions. Aren't all babies Visine? Don't all babies belong to a Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> all babies come out. <laughs> Why? Why was that so funny to me? <laughs> um, Benyon. I don't know some of these stuff. Um, Kenaton, <laughs> Cinutab, Stay Free, Sudafed, OHG, Johnson's, Acuvue, Pepsi, Glade. Wait, Pepsi? The Pepsi, Pepsi AC. Oh, okay. Zarbies, um, Depoisins, and Glade. Wow. I am going to um, tell, I'm going to tell that joke all day today. Uh, all babies He's come out of a Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, come from a Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> however... So I, I read all of these because I was doing, um, I was listening to and doing some research about Johnson and Johnson. Um, come to find out, like something we all know now is that Johnson and Johnson is their baby powder causes cancer. Now, baby powder and talcum powder are the same thing, right? I know talcum powder we, we had there was an issue with that. Yeah, talcum powder. T- I don't know if that's the difference between baby powder and talcum powder. I guess we gotta look that up. Kill them powder. And why are you looking it up? Baby powder versus talcum powder. Let's see. And why are you looking up baby powder? Remember this. Baby powder is a common name for talcum powder, so we can keep going. Remember that dick drive this car, not pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Mike Epps. <laughs> I was about to say that's I heard that. Oh, but I was thinking of uh, what's the what's the I'm talking about pippinses before pippinses before pippinses before pippin been pippin. With the the dude with the list with the black belt. Oh, uh, um, Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. I thought I was thinking Pootie Tang said that. Sadate. But yeah, so baby powder is the name for ta- a common name for talcum powder. So they realized that baby powder was giving people cancer. Um, to the point where they will pull council notes out of people and research, the, um, basically look it up on the telescope and see it was centered around a tacum, um, 
point. And that's because the shit has uh, speck. Asbestos. No, speck. I mean, you be trying to find a word for like a piece of talcum powder. Yeah, a speck of uh, talcum powder in it. But yeah, the shit had asbestos in it. Bruh. Hmm? That just reminded me of something that was so weird. I don't know if to tell you on tell you on air or tell you after. Is it private to you or private to me? Because if it's private to me, you can say it on air. It's not private to me at all. It's just okay. my fucking life. Mm. <laughs> and nothing like private. Do you want me going to say? Because we pretty much getting into this conversation. Get it, say it. So I was doing my laundry yesterday, right? And mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw on Facebook how I was posting on how like I was sitting in a, a laundromat and a random. Anytime I'm sitting in the laundromat, random white women just talk to me. Mm-hmm. Happened again. This is why I stopped going to the laundromat. Right. Well, that and they finally fixed the washing machines in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but I, my office, my apartment office is weird with the timing, so I can never get to them. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Fuck, I just go to the laundromat." Um. I mean, it's faster anyway. I get all my clothes done at once mm-hmm. instead of having to wait periodically. I'm surprised by how private you are that you don't have a laundry mat. Is a connection apartment. to my um oh. my apartment. So I don't know. I'm sitting there, just you know, looking at my phone, listening to music while I'm waiting for my clothes to finish washing. Mm-hmm. This white woman comes up. She's like, "Somebody left their um their mess on top of my washing machine." Clearly, she's a meth head too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, really. I actually took a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at it. I was like, damn, that, I guess that's meth. I've never seen meth. I don't do drugs. I've never seen meth. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's I'll take her word for it. Is this on your Facebook? No, I didn't post it anything yet. Oh, I didn't okay, want to post okay. that shit. Um, I just had a picture to show people. Um, so I, I took, when I took the camera, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, by the time I did it, because the washing machine was going, because, mm-hmm. again, she was washing clothes in it. And she, I was like, oh, shit, it's going. I guess I can't, I can't see it, right? I couldn't make it out. She was like, and I didn't want to, like, she pointed at it. I'm like, I'm not going to touch this shit. She just picks the math up and moves it to where I can see it. I took the picture. I was like, okay, you clearly experiencing this shit, huh? Just touching it and all. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this shit gets dissolved through the skin or not. It does. Yeah, I don't want to be out there all meth up. And uh, what if the police pull me over? <laughs> oh, it, oh, it ain't that sensitive to the skin, but they, they said that does actually get through. Explain one thing to me, nigger. Whoa. You're a type. <laughs> Now, you're kind of do the mess. <laughs> <laughs> it came out of your mouth, and I was offended. <laughs> like, so, nigger, I want you to walk me through this day. Mm-hmm. How did your nigger ass do meth, nigger? Nah, that'd be a, a horrible day like, Listen, for officer. mankind. <laughs> you just accept the fact he called you nigger? Right. Listen, officer. <laughs> it, wasn't my me- it wasn't my meth, all right? The shit was on the washing machine, mm-hmm. all right? The meth head woman came out to me, said it was meth on the washing machine. I touched it to take a picture and... Nigger, you're expecting me to believe mm-hmm. <laughs> a random white woman came up to you in the laundromat? Right. Oh, the story you niggers tell. <laughs> the fantasies you have. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, <laughs> but that was so, that was, so, like, I needed, I need a new laundromat. You do. Um, I don't even know which one you go to. I don't even know which one is around there. No, it's uh, a little further down for me. Like, um, when you pass that veterans building that's yeah. there now, it's like a Couple, like maybe twenty yards. Uh, for, if you're going oh, by the liquor store, no. Uh, well, the veteran place is by that liquor store. Mm-hmm. But if you drive, like, if you're going down rivers, like going towards down Charleston, mm-hmm. like twenty yards past the veterans place is that laundromat. Okay, so that'll be across the street from the post office. I want to say. No, I think the post office is too far down. I think... Um, I'll actually look when I ride through there it's, tomorrow. 
No, you are right, actually, yeah. I keep mm-hmm. thinking that the post office is past that Sonics. No, mm-hmm. you're right. It's across from the post office. So, so you know, yeah, you know you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, that's just my life, y'all. Like, random white women come up to me all the time when I'm just trying to live. That's because he, cause he looked like he used to play football. And they're like, I'm getting me some money. I don't look like I used to play football. I used to play football. I mean, you still look like you used to play football. Oh, thank you. You didn't do the Nick, what's his name? The center, the offensive tackle for the Carolina Panthers that retired and lost like a 200 pounds in one year or something? Um, Nick, I want to say Nick Goins, but his name is not Nick Goins. Jordan, Jordan Gross? They all do that, though. Yeah. Once they retire, they all lose a lot of weight. Yeah. I was like, damn. Dude came up from a size 58 to they, a size 28 slim. They do it too fast, though, because usually their heads, the size of their heads don't mm-hmm. follow. Like, motherfucker be like, they be like, I guess like it, it comes a time where your head gets smaller, mm-hmm. the fat in your head goes away, but... Like you see them like a season or two later, they like they look like they're like 198 pounds, mm-hmm. but their head is, but they're mostly just head. Yeah, <laughs> mostly head. <laughs> Giggity. Um, however, like, so with the talking problem situation, once they found out that they that their brand and stuff basically caused cancer, there was two things that they did. Um, and I guess we'll say allegedly because I'm too young to get sued, but. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> um, we could always alleged. But it's it's in paperwork. But basically, the first thing they did was, well, I can't say first thing. So one of the things that they did was they decided to start aiming their product towards uh, African-American women. That was probably the first thing. Um, and they wanted to get either Patti LaBelle or Diana Ross, I think, as the spokesperson. Uh, so that was their pursuit. Who would you buy from first, Patty LaBelle or Diana Ross? Patty! Yeah. Just from that. No, yeah, no, no disrespect to Diana mm-hmm. Ross, but yeah, mm-hmm. Patty. Because of that, and because, I mean, right now, Patty LaBelle is rebranding herself into a, a, a chef. For those Patty's Pies? Yeah, Patty's Pies. You, she got a whole line of shit out now. Yeah, I remember she used to give Dwayne, um, like, the, the prune cobbler on um, A Different World. Mm-hmm. I thought about that show. I was like, who the fuck eats prune cobbler? Mm. I bet hers is good, though. Probably Patty LaBelle. That, shit probably that come might off not of, sound right. If Patty LaBelle decided to rob a bank, that shit probably would come off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. That's how dope Patty LaBelle is, everybody. Like, Did you see her crib walking? Oh, Patty LaBelle, uh, a few months ago, was on stage, started crib walking. Cuz? Cuz. If I was a blood man, I'd be so goddamn hurt. And, and she, <laughs> I think she was wearing red, if I remember correctly. But she was crib walking, <laughs> so I get... <laughs> I mean, I've seen Snoop with red, too. So. Yeah, blood walks are different. Blood walks is more... So, a crit walk is more of a dance. It looks like a dance because it's happening so fast as they're spelling out the letters. Yeah. A blood walk is like real slow and they're like, damn, I don't want to say it. It's more like a groove, and then the right? Motherfucker, I'm, we'll say groove because yeah. the way I was about to say that was about to get me shot. If it's what I'm thinking about, like I'm envisioning in my head, I think mm-hmm. it's more like a. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I don't yeah, I've seen you. You seen Snoop Crip walk, but he do it slow, like in a blood walk. But you, I've never seen a blood go off, like and, and do it. Like I think YG, YG is blood, and he does a lot of walking, um, blood walking. Okay. So anyway, um, another thing they did was because they knew they was about to get sued, because once they realized what it did, they didn't stop. And they decided to. Why would you? Yeah, they didn't stop because they they calculated it's like ah, we, we, 
if we get sued, basically we could go bankrupt because of how bad we did this. So let's just make it to where if anybody sues us, they can't get any money. So what they did was, in secret, they sold, they built a um, shell company, sold Johnson & Johnson to that shell company. The shell company held on to Johnson & Johnson for a day. At the same time, Johnson & Johnson built another company um, and gave it a name. And then the shell company changed their name once they bought Johnson Johnson, changed Johnson Johnson to a different name. And then Johnson Johnson changed the new company back to Johnson Johnson. So basically all the assets that can get that they can get sued over, it's under a whole different company's name now. Hmm. And Johnson Johnson is in the free and clear because it is no longer really Johnson & Johnson. So if you sue Johnson & Johnson, you sue that other company because that's the company that basically had was trying to get black women counsel, mm -hmm. and that company is now bankrupt. Does Bob Johnson still <laughs> own Johnson Johnson? I don't know who owns Johnson Johnson anymore. He knows the black-owned company, right? I don't really. It was that would be crazy. Yeah, cause I remember he even um, he even partially owned the Minnesota Vikings for a time, which makes it kind of weird that the Minnesota Vikings didn't have more black coaches. But yeah, it is what it is. They need to go ahead and sell one of those teams to Byron Allen, man. Who actually owns Johnson and Johnson? I want to say it was a black. No, cause no, wait a minute. I don't think it was Bob Johnson. Robert Wood Johnson. I guess it was Bob Johnson. Yeah. So he still owns it. Yes. If he did all that shit, bro, shame on you, man. Well, Robert Wood Johnson. Oh, they do have a black man up here. Eh, come on. But bro. that's John H. Johnson. Let's see. Uh, white family. Johnson and Johnson Wikipedia. The Brothers who founded Johnson & Johnson, three white men. Then who, what company am I thinking about then? That well, let's look at John H. Johnson because he looks black. Black as a spade. Uh, Johnson. Johnson Publishing Company. He owned Jet. Ebony. Okay, so I'm confusing him then. Negro Digest, god dang. Okay. Oh, so I guess we need to go into the second thing I learned this week. Don't you niggers know that you don't read? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why I became a rapper, right? Because I, I started in poetry and niggas don't read. Yeah, I remember Kanye. I was so confused by that. And uh, also, this is kind of why, this is one thing I hate about Twitter. When people never, people don't pick up on what you just said mm -hmm. when you reply to something. Mm -hmm. And they just, and for some reason, people on Twitter take things, people always take things that they don't understand as an insult. Mm hmm. So, um, Kanye apparently said he don't read, mm -hmm. and what's confused the shit out of me because rap is poetry, and poetry is literature, because mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, he hate literature and whatever the fuck he said, anyway, but, I don't know, it's just a weird thing that's like for somebody to say, like, especially when your line of work is words. And you own a school. Exactly. Like, you just opened the school. I was pulling my damn child out of that school so fast. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye is, I don't know, I, I've said it enough. Like, I don't respect Kanye as a person. Um, Music-wise, it's the only way I respect Kanye. And and what people, people try to make everybody everything these days. You could be a genius at one thing, 
and, and completely re- suck at everything yeah. else. Because you think about it, most everybody in the NFL is a genius at football. Yeah. But that doesn't mean because, you know, I wouldn't trust I'm, I wouldn't trust Tom Brady with my money. You wouldn't trust That's, Adrian Peterson to raise your kid. That's a little too on the nose. But <laughs> you get what I'm saying, right? Like, I don't know what right. Tom Brady knows what to do with his money. Tom Brady probably has a money guy. That's probably right. the smartest thing he's done with his money. Is, right. You know, I mean, and, and there's wisdom in that, knowing that you can't, you know, you may not know how to handle your money. Mm-hmm. So hire somebody that knows how to handle money for you. But, yeah, like, just because Tom Brady's great at football doesn't mean that I, I need to come to him for yeah. everything. Think about it. Tom Brady... Tall, linky white man. His come out. His retirement plan for the NFL is the TB12 method. And it's smart. I mean, shit. If people buy, it, they buy it. Yeah. If it I'm sells, saying. fuck it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is how I eat. Buy my eating plans. Yeah. Like, and think about that really? too. Because I know I was watching um a clip of DJ Vlad, and I think Aries Spears. Aries Spears. I know he's under fire a lot, and like mm-hmm. I said, I kind of don't fuck with him. But he said something that was very poignant. That nigga's on the grenades right now. <laughs> he said something um, <laughs> poignant about what Steve Harvey said about you know money, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. He said he wouldn't take Steve Harvey's money advice mm-hmm. because Steve Harvey is rich by doing like five or six shows. Right. And same thing with Tom Brady. Tom Brady's rich by working. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't. That's not an indicator that he knows how to handle money. Right. It's indicated that he knows how to earn money. Right. Like I mean, what happens when you can't earn the money anymore? Right. Then you better have made some good investments after. Yeah. So you could be a genius at one thing and not necessarily have a clue about anything else. I think Kanye West is. A, I don't think he's a genius musician. So I think he's a very good musician. I would say great at the most. Uh, I don't think he's a genius at it. But um, outside of that, he is too wishy washy, too confused to be anything else. Like. I wouldn't follow someone just because they're good at one thing. Jay-Z. Jay-Z's another person. Jay-Z's. People consider him the best lyricist, the best rapper ever, whatever like that. Um, I highly disagree. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah. I think he I think Jay-Z is the in hip hop, probably the greatest businessman. Yeah, I agree with that. Um but I don't respect I can't as say respect. somebody who started as an artist, yeah. yeah. I don't see him as a great um, musician, rapper. Um, well, not okay. saying that his raps are bad. Like, I respect everybody in the art industry. I think he has one really, really good album to me, and then, like, two possibles. Like, as in, I might like half of the songs on the album. On the album. Okay. So, and, and from back then, from the early outs in the 1900s and stuff, that's good. If you have an album with 20 songs on it and 10 of them bang, yeah. that's a great album, right? Yeah. So, not saying I don't think that he's a bad rapper or anything like that. I think he's an awesome businessman, and but I don't think, like, the shit that he came out with with Rick Ross... Lil Wayne and then him for DJ Khaled. Like you heard the God know the God did song? I've heard about it. I heard people say it was real good. He was doing no. well he did well on it, but I haven't heard the song. Nah, I think they dick riding. If you hear the song, Wayne verse and Ross verse, basically they did they sixteen bars, right? Mm-hmm. And them motherfuckers were smashing on the sixteen bars. And then Jay Z went on there for five minutes and rapped the story. 
I don't know. I like storytelling rap, though. That's my favorite, that's my favorite way of rap. Good. Oh, well. It wasn't good. It was the worst verse out of the three. Even at, at, at any 16-bar matchup from those other two verses, it was the worst one by far. I, I mean, he's... I mean, so, that's, not un- that's not unusual for me because shit, mm-hmm. when State Property was in Rockefeller, Rockefeller mm-hmm. and they did Posse Cuts, mm-hmm. like, State Property used to run circles around Jay-Z. Right. Like, it, it is just the Jay-Z moniker. And, and that's no shade to, that's no shade to the jigger because that's how good state I don't think people realize how good state property was. Yeah. I done put money into Jay-Z. I done I think I got like three or four of his albums. Um let me see which ones I got. I know I got Blueprint. I got and I respect him so much for putting Eminem on the song with him, knowing what that verse was going to do. Cause I know he knew. Like, there was no way that he could listen to that song. It was like, yeah, I did my thing on this shit. <laughs> yeah, that, has to, <laughs> that, that has to be difficult. Like yeah. a difficult feeling when like you put a feature on and that person just takes the song mm-hmm. over. Like, like international players anthem. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, when you tell me the first time I'll cast on the out song together in like what five years at mm-hmm. that point, and. Like y'all really think Outkast wasn't gonna like just out just mm-hmm. you know outshine UGK? Yeah. Like honestly, I understand UGK is legendary, but Outkast. I, I kind of feel like they was like, oh, this this shit right here that Andre did, yeah. Like, oh yeah, so we go eat this shit alive. Nah, Andre. And Andre's then they ain't know the way that people take Andre though, cause you you I could see, cause Andre is so off the scales with this shit. Yeah. I could see. Another rapper being that like, what the fuck this nigga doing? Exactly, cause that I, we gonna put this shit out, but that nigga crazy. Cause think about the verse don't even seem like he's rapping. Mm-mm. And it's like, and I've heard people say that before, keep like keep your heart, three steps. Yeah, keep your heart. It's like dude just feeling, he just just telling y'all like what's going on in his life right now. That's mm-hmm. all he's really doing. But it takes a second to realize, oh shit, he actually rapping, huh? Mm-hmm. And then you go back and listen to the verse again, like yo, that shit was actually mm-hmm. this nigga was killing it. Yeah, and he did that. Um, unlike the Jay Z verse, that five minute it's a five minute story, and then basically because it's so long, when it plays on the radio, you have to take the other two people off. That makes sense. Like that, that. So when they play it on the radio, it's just five minutes of Jay Z rapping. Like I think it's like four minutes of Jay Z rapping. They yeah. don't even have time to put the full <laughs> hook in, and it's crazy. Like for me, that's one that's selfish too. Like. It's unusual, and too. I, I feel like DJ Khaled was dick riding because that is Jay-Z because that shit was not as good as he saying it. Not saying it is a horrible um, verse. I'm just saying it is definitely not as good as everybody's it's trying an, to make it out to be. It's a little unusual, too, because you only really see seven-minute songs on Posse Cuts mm-hmm. or, like, or like a mixtape of somebody's dissing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, when you, that's usually when you see, like, unusual... Songs of unusual length. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, the fact that it's just three dudes rapping and it's still seven minutes long, yeah. that's, that is a bit unusual. Yeah. So, um, that. And since we're talking about Jay-Z and we've been running circles around TB12 and all this other stuff, let's talk about the NFL real quick. <laughs> um, so, I found out this <laughs> week, this was the second thing that I found out this week, that uh, last year, so the NFL has been getting sued over CTE. Mm-hmm. Um They've been getting sued over CTE left and right because they, so a lot of times these companies get sued for stuff and they can be held liable stuff is because they know that something um, is detrimental 
to a person or a group of people, but they continue to push it. Right. So, and in the NFL case, they knew a long time ago that CTE was bad for football players. So, they started redeveloping helmets and everything like that, but they knew it wasn't good enough. But they wanted to show that they was making incremental steps in order to phase that out. So, um, people didn't really start paying attention to it until the movie came out with Will Smith. Shout out to Will Smith for what he did with that movie. Because he didn't t- he didn't do that for the money. He did that for the awareness. Yeah. So, um, plus the money. But more for the awareness. <laughs> but, um, so, as they get sued for CTE, they pulled the defense out. And their defense was um, that the jury, the judge, anybody uh, looking at this case need to take into consideration that the people that are suing them is black. And the reason why they need to take that into consideration is black people is considered illiterate. And the loss of their functional skills is something that just happens to black people as they grow older. So they, so they said, <laughs> so they said, don't you niggas know you don't read? Yeah, this is, this is oh, oh, the reason why he can't read and he's stuttering right now is just because he's illiterate, and that's what happens to black people as they get older. Don't you niggers know you're not eloquent? Yeah, so that was the second thing. Like, the second big thing that I noticed this week was, I don't know, man. I feel like... Don't you niggers know that Holiday doesn't know? <laughs> but I, I feel like black people are too forgiving in all these circumstances. Like, Forgive me, niggers. When it comes to the NFL, like they have made a bunch of billionaires. Millionaires, I'm sorry. They made a bunch of millionaires, but they've also made billionaires. And that those billions of dollars keep trickling down through the White Foundation, whatever like that. However, like it, it's... They they continuously to find different ways to tell black people, <laughs> um, we don't give a shit. Don't you niggers know we don't give a shit? Yeah, they don't. So my thing with the CTE thing has always been this: it's like it would probably be a lot cheaper. Just if you look at it from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. it would probably be a lot cheaper just to help to help these people. Just say, hey, listen, okay, like when it just started, right? Mm-hmm. It'd have been a lot cheaper to say, hey, listen, we just found out this thing. Like we just literally found it out. Mm-hmm. Right, that you know, hey, repeated headshots can cause you know issues with your um, quality of life later mm-hmm. on. So here's what we're gonna do. You know, we're gonna scale back. Like, think about all the think about the rule changes they've made over the last like decade and a half that like, right. curtail um, those headshots. Mm-hmm. Like people bitched about it, but people kept watching the show or keep yeah. watching the game. People are gonna watch football. I don't. Yeah, people gonna watch football. People gonna watch football. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, honestly, like from from a product I'm not, standpoint, I'm not people. I have to say that though. From a product standpoint, it's it doesn't really change much anyway. Mm-hmm. Like even if you talk, even if you get take away those people gonna watch football part, right? The game itself didn't really change because you said, "Hey, stop hitting each other in the heads for goddamn hard." Right. Like, so I mean, really, it, 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 again, it goes back to what I keep saying about the NFL. You got a bunch. Well, of, it did change a little bit because not, I mean, you get more. So scoring. when you was hitting and you was following through with your shots. Um, the the it was headshots and stuff like that. Now people just sweeping at the legs, like you getting yeah. more leg, leg injuries yeah. and all that stuff. Now. Also, people understand too, like we were never really coached to knock each other out like that. It was something like, right. well, I mean, I can't say like in unmasked the whole you know thing like football, it. But you were taught to do like form tackling, right? 
But think about it. You were taught to form tackle. Yeah, and defense. you go on the opposite side of the chest and you drive through. Yeah, like you're trying to put your head on the same side of the mm-hmm. ball, right? But what, think about what the offensive player is being told to do. Lower your head. Mm-hmm. And lower your head so he can't get to the ball and mm-hmm. you, all your force is coming through. We was always told to look up while you're running low. Yeah. Get as low as you can, but look up. So it wasn't like you were being taught to not give not each other concussions. Up, look where you're going. It's just concussions never factored into because no one really knew what the shit was right. for the longest time. But once you found out, it was your duty to say, hey, mm-hmm. wait, hey, let's stop for a second and reassess how we're doing this. Yeah. Because, because again, if, when the shit probably came out, when did, when did they first find out about concussions? Like in the 70s, 80s? Yeah, I want to say yes, but it was the, it's the concussion movie. I know the movie came out like... I think it was the like, 90s when that dude... He found out? When, yeah, when the dude was in the... When it, like, I think the dude was trying to steal as he sat in the truck and basically shot himself or whatever. Mike Webster, I think? Yeah. Yeah, you started to see stuff happen to guys. Mm-hmm. But think about one, how young the league still was. Because I think the the league turned 75 in like 95, I believe. Like the 100th year was a couple of years ago for the NFL. Mm. I also think about how the, the medicine was in his infancy. So I could buy that you just didn't know. But once you knew, like, come on, you had that, you had a duty to these, like, not just, not just a, mor- a morality to it. You had a duty to these guys that you were making money off of. Mm-hmm. To say, hey, man, listen, I know we've been making money together. It's great. I love the money, but there's something you need to know about what's going to happen in your later years, given mm-hmm. the way we played this game so far. So what we're going to do now is, again, maybe don't lower your fucking head all the Early time. Early 2000s is Early. when the settings of that movie is. Okay. So that means the league would have been early 2000. Let's say 2022. But we went to high school. You went to high school a little bit after me, but I remember. So all the way back, I could say termites. Did y'all have termites here? Mites, termites? Might. I didn't get to play. I was too big to play uh, Pop Warner. Okay. So from as far back as I can remember with football, it was basically hit him in the chest, head to the chest, and that's still hit, hit. Don't do helmet to helmet. Helmet to helmet is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was more because you could see the dude get a woozy with a yeah. ring in it. Yeah, you didn't want to hurt people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you don't want you want to hurt people that you don't want to take them out like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and then if you're soft playing football, like like me, I was more of a soft defensive player. Like I didn't, I'm not, I wasn't the one that go. Um, I'm not gonna hit a person when they're not looking at me. Mm-hmm. Like the only time I will really tackle like you a play person, dirty. yeah, is if you know I'm coming to hit you, then I come hit you. So um, I wasn't a good defensive player because I wouldn't go just hit somebody all the time. I didn't leg sweep and all that stuff like that. I really was a horrible defensive player. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I played free safety because I'm always backing up. Um, but I was always taught to hit that way. Um, through middle school, through high school, and all that stuff. Um, but then it wasn't until, like, the early 2000s when they had, what's it called, jacked up or something like that? Yeah. And then all the linebackers, they wasn't trying to hit people. They weren't wrapping up. They just running at everybody full Hit-stick speed. everybody, yeah. And just hitting them as hard as they can, just trying to knock them on their ass. Like, I felt like that was the difference. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. I could tell that hitting people like that was bad. Yeah. I didn't know that even hitting people the way that we was taught how to hit people was also bad. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and part of that also I think was the the part of that was also the league changing. Mm-hmm. Like people forget like like the league evolved to what it is now, mm-hmm. the passing league that it is now. And as that happened, people was passing the ball more. Mm-hmm. Passing the ball leaves people over open for those headshots. Mm-hmm. Like even like 
especially when you think about how defenses are actually getting smaller, defensive players are getting smaller. Right. Like Ryan Clark said it. It was like, listen, if Gronk catches the ball, Gronk's like 260. Mm-hmm. I'm 205. I have no hope of really stopping that guy mm-hmm. unless I actually launch myself yeah, into him. Trying to hit his knees. Yeah. So, yeah, I, go, he, I can't form tackle a guy that damn big. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's part of it, too. Like, people not thinking about that. Like, the league was just changing. Mm-hmm. But, again, if you knew that all this shit happened, like, decades before that, why didn't you just, again, from a business yeah. standpoint, it would have been cheaper to just change up right then and there. But it goes back to what I keep saying about the NFL and its ownership. Old, old white guys. Mm-hmm. It's not even being a racial thing. Just that old white guys who were in the prime of their lives when the country was different. Right. These guys are not quick to change about anything. That's why, even, even us, like, I'm 40 years old, um... I think oh, different. Hey, like shout out to uh, Joe. Joe's birthday today. Ooh. Today, today? Yeah. Happy birthday, Joe. Joe Strauman? Yes. Say his whole government name and all that. Oh, shit. Sorry about that, man, Joe. Yeah. I, meant to say that. I meant to bring that up at the beginning I'll of the show. I'll beat that. I'll beat that. Is it Joe's birthday today? Let's see. That's what Facebook says. Joe can rap, too. I don't know if y'all know that. I don't know if y'all know who Joe is. Uh, me and Joe got a song together that we're going to put out. Probably the beginning of next year. I'm we, well, we're trying to get a, a, a at least an EP together, uh, EP ish together. That's an extended play, right? Wait, wait. Do L- EPs and LPs still count since streaming is a thing now? Um, you can still make it that way, but it's done differently. Because the EP is like like the standard song, right? So EP is more of uh, it's it back back in the day it was more shopping. So when you shop your CD. You might your CD is supposed to be ten songs. Your EP is around five songs. You know what I'm saying? So that it, it's a sample of your LP. Okay. So we're trying. So I have currently about six songs um, that I've never put out. Um, some of them will need to be redone and whatever like that. Uh, me and Joe just did a song together, and I have about three or four more that I'm supposed to do with Joe, and then some more songs, but. Um, we're working on a project together, and we're gonna be putting that out. What's it gonna be called? What's it gonna be Don't called? Don't know yet. Uh, Baseberg. Baseberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I was. Baseberg 2002. You ever met Jumbo? I think Pat told me about him a few times. Shout out to Pat. Yeah. Shout out. Um. So I was just at Junebug's house. His daughter turned 13, and uh, dog. I was like, yo, we old. You know what? But anyway, back to back to being old though. Um <laughs> I'm 40 years old now. I still have the same ideas and thoughts ish from when I was 20. Mm-hmm. Right? But the 20 olds today, their thoughts and ideas are completely not completely different from mine, but they're different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Kids in point. These if I'm running a business, like music, music is a young person game for the most part. That's who buys the music. Yeah. That's who keeps that shit in rotation. Music runs their life. They're the ones that get hooked on music. Right. 14 all the way to 20, 25, or whatever like that. So me being 40 year old, me still making music, me owning a recording studio, then if I'm going to be able to reach those people, I can't be doing the things that I do because we did things differently. I'm an old dude now. Yeah. Um, we did things differently back when I was doing music. So I have to find out the new ways to do it. Now I need new people on my team, like younger people on my team in order to do it. Now that's the same thing as the, like, these old white people running everything around. 
80 years ago when yeah. they was in their 20s. Yeah. <laughs> shit ran different. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah, so like, yeah. Same thing with Congress. Like, shit ran different back in the day. That's why you need young, innovative people. That's why you need limited terms. Yeah. Like, you know, case in point, though, about things being different. You know, kids today just be eating ramen just to eat it? Yes. That's the weirdest thing to me. Like, I, we, I remember growing up, you only ate ramen because your ass was broke. Right. Like, that was never a good moment. I think I blame Naruto, the show, mm-hmm. because the character ate ramen all the time, even though the character literally says he only ate it because it was the only thing he could afford. Right. And the second he started getting money regularly, he mm-hmm. stopped eating it. Because when I was, like, younger, if I was eating ramen, that was the worst time to fuck with me. Right. Ramen is... Like, they have stores you can go buy ramen. Like, you can go get ramen fixed in different ways. Yeah. Restaurants. Yeah, I can see if you go to the restaurant where they put all the shit on it, mm-hmm. all the garnishment and meats and all that, that's one thing. But you just sitting there, I want to boil ramen and eat it. Mm. Like, I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I'll be, I be in there with some ramen and shit. I'll be like, oh, let me get a boiled egg. Boil me some eggs out. Pass it the same thing. Cut me some sausages and shit. Well, I'm just talking about sitting there. I'm going to boil some ramen. You ever put boiled egg and scrambled eggs in ramen? How people be eating red? Nah, nah. I don't eat, I don't eat uh, boiled eggs like that. How people be eating them boiled eggs with the, like, with the yolk be all runny and shit, man? We talked about that. We talked about that, man. It, just, it, it ain't for me. It ain't for me. Yeah. Also, Facebook. Wait, a boiled egg with runny yolk? That shit horrible. Also. A fried egg is different. Facebook, stop trying to sell me ramen. <laughs> Facebook be, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, and also the people in the ramen commercials quit looking at the camera all goofy and shit. Like, how do they? Eh. I've never seen a ramen commercial. Facebook is always trying to sell me something mm. that I don't want. I don't know why Facebook. Like, I remember when I remember that coffee. It was like some type of freeze dried coffee that they spent like three months trying to sell me. Mm. I, I'm not, I don't drink coffee like Until that. You bought it. I didn't buy it at all. Oh. I was like, I, I I got to the point. I'm like, I'm not going on Facebook right now because the first thing they're going to try to do is sell me that fucking coffee. And I'm not going to buy no disrespect to the coffee. Turn off the uh, advertising. Um, what is it? The procurement thing where they advertise to you according to the things that you look at. I'll have to take a look. I'll talk about. There's one commercial where the black dude was talking about it, and he was actually eating a boiled egg. And like the thing <laughs> was so funny because I kept looking at his face. I was like, he don't look like he liked this. Mm. Like, I understand he's trying to sell it, but like, bro, why are you making a face when you're eating something? Mm-hmm. Why you like you know how you can tell when somebody doesn't like something, like their face all scrunk. Yeah, that's how his face was. That's exactly how his face was. <laughs> the face that you see on this audio podcast is exactly how that face was. <laughs> like, I was like, bro, like he clearly doesn't like this fucking ramen. Right. Like, I'm not buying this shit. Mm-mm. And it's twenty nine dollars a pack. Damn, twenty nine dollars a pack. It's like um, plant based, so special. You can tell they don't have distribution yet mm. because, like, they sell it's so expensive per pack. Mm-hmm. So, like, y'all need to go ahead and work on your distribution, mm. and then maybe we'll haul at you. But I don't know. That's I ain't gonna lie. If I buy ramen, that thing coming, uh, that stuff is not, it's not 19 cents a pack anymore either. It ain't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shit is expensive. Now, I think it's like inflation. Two packs for a dollar or some shit. Feel me? That's crazy. Anyway, I hope y'all hope y'all pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, tell them where they can find you, man. Y'all can find me. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Lose no dubs. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to do it myself. <laughs> like, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, yeah. y'all can find me at Mansa Musa the Seventh on Twitter and on Instagram. Insta Grizzle. 
Uh, you can also find me at Things Went Left on YouTube and on at the Tasman on Twitch. I need to stream though. I haven't streamed in a while. Mm. But yeah, that's where you can find me. I just scream. Um, you can find everything I do at www.distractionnetwork.com. I do have an Instagram, but you could better follow my links recording Instagram. That's that's better. Um, everything I do is personal, and it's not like it's all over the place because I am all over the place. He is. You figured that me. Um, but my IG is holiday ads. Instagram, I mean Twitter is holiday four thousand. Um, the recording studio is at least recording. What else? But again, everything's on the They stop making my kind. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's alright because I'm on the grind.